maybe not so much the mind, but we're coming into balance, aren't we? Thanks very much. We'll see you next week. Mike Perini's coming up with Pandora's Lunchbox. Open the box. What's in there, Mike? See you next week. A box of chocolates Would I know To stay away What's said Hand off his box A box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have Half a mind to leave you Babe That means I have Half a mind to stay Good evening. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. This is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and animals that could become food and animals which could look at us and say that's food. So in today's program, we're actually coming right up to the hallowed July 4th holiday. And what better time to think about whether the eagle should really be our national bird? Do you think so? Do I think so? I don't know what I think, but the thing is, I think we should have a new national bird, whether whether I think so or not. And what I'm trying to say is, Here's some inspirational music to think about change. And I can't relax This Colonel Sanders job is getting me down A crazy chicken chasing me all over town Psycho chicken
record is fierce that is some fierce music that is psycho chicken by the fools and i guess the chicken's out of the coop the cat's out of the bag i guess you can figure out right now that i'm talking about nominating the chicken as the national bird yes in fact the chicken as the national bird and we've got a lot of high profile guests here to advocate for this idea in fact uh, colonel sanders what do you've got to say about that take one quiet quiet please, please. recording go again i found a way to cook take two i found a way to cook extra Come on over and, and try my crispy. It's entirely different, and yet it's just as tender and tasty. No, and it's just as finger licking good. You see, I found a way to cook chicken deep down and get that real crispy crust that some folks like. And it's just as tender and juicy. I'll get it now. I, I found a way to cook chicken deep down and get that crispy, that real crispy chicken crust. Yet, yet it's entirely different. No, no. This will be Wild Lines 30, take one. And now you have two kinds of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Start again. He said cut it. No, go ahead. Go ahead. And, and, and now you have two kinds of Kentucky Fried Chicken to choose from. Yet tender and juicy. Is that it? Yeah. That's right, cut it. It's better. And yet it's entirely different. The idea, uh, as Colonel Sanders says uh, from the grave, he's come to tell us that the chicken should be the national bird. And I have some research material to uh, share with you in support of my thesis here. This is from the web. It's from the New Zealand Herald, and this is from actually last year, but it's worth repeating. High-tech hens in web massage. Scientists in Singapore looking for ways to transmit the sense of touch over the Internet have devised a vibrating jacket for chickens. I'm talking as well as Colonel Sanders. A vibrating jacket for chickens and are considering a human version for transmitting cyberspace hugs. The wireless jacket is controlled by a computer and gives the animal the feeling of being stroked by its owner. The technology was developed by the university's mixed reality lab. Among those projects is poultry, internet, uh, quote, man poultry interactive system, unquote, incorporating internet technology, three-dimensional live capture computer vision, sensors, and cybernetics. Mixed reality researcher engineer Li Shang Ping says chickens were chosen because of their poor treatment as domestic animals in some Asian countries. They really do not deserve such bad treatment, so we think picking chickens is a very good idea. 
The chickens are kept under the watch of web cameras, and when it comes to dressing for dinner, they wear the latest in barnyard fashion, an electronic jacket. This can be triggered to vibrate, creating a sense of being touched in massage. Sensors in the jacket also record the chicken's leg movements. Back in the office, the chicken owner has a lightweight portable mechanical system on top of which sits a chicken doll capable of limited movement. Sensors inside the doll's hollow body record human touch and transmit the corresponding feeling via the internet to the live chicken. It's hard to explain what this has to do with anything that I've said before or what's come after it, but nonetheless, it's important to recognize the importance of chickens. They're coming. They're among us, and we need to recognize them as the preeminent clucking bird in this country. And so, I have some more information to you to make you think about the chicken as our national bird. This is actually new news from the Texarkana Gazette. If an experiment works, chicken litter under heat will be converted to a fertilizer and also into a combustible fuel gas to produce electricity for chicken houses. The Southwest Arkansas Resource Conservation and Development Project Area Inc. got that will receive. A half a million dollars for the use of an experimental patent-pending unit to convert biomass into medium BTU combustible hydrocarbon fuel gas, okay, and convert chicken litter under a heat process to fertilizer. The grant was awarded by the U.S. Department of Agriculture. The first project will put chicken litter under heat to convert it into fertilizer. The heat process will eliminate 90% of the chicken litter, and the remaining 10% of the ashes will be nitrogen, phosphorus, and potash used for fertilizer. It's coming up on July 4th, a very patriotic and important time for America, and we need to think about the chicken and all of its important uses in our lives, and the fact that it really should be our national symbol. But in the meantime, we have some music here that we'd like to share with you. Do we? Hold on. Here it comes. Wait. Here it comes. This is this is. See, chick- chickens are tired of being misunderstood, and so we have the tired chicken blues.
Lord, I'm tired of chicken. Say, Lord, I'm tired of steak. Have mercy. Have Lord, mercy. Lord, I'm tired of chicken. Say, Lord, I'm tired of steak. Oh, have mercy. I had a chill as night would. Now I'm too tired to shake. Have mercy. Have mercy. Play it now. That's Cannon's Jug Stompers and Tired Chicken Blues. I think he's tired of chicken, or maybe he's tired of wearing the chicken suit that he's wearing. I'm not really sure what the message is there. But nonetheless, I think it pretty much makes clear that chickens are an important part of our lives and should be the national bird. I mean, it's not against eagles. I mean, they're fine. It's just that chickens should be our national bird. And we have our next uh, celebrity chicken advocate here. This is Wolfman Jack. Yes, friend, we're going to send you 100 baby chicks right now for just three ninety-five cash check of money. Order. Now, just imagine all the fun you're going to have with these little babies. You just lead them around on little leashes. You give them little names. And then, of course, as they grow up and uh, comes wintertime, you, uh, you, you cook them and eat them. It's going to be just fun for you. We're going to give you 100 of them for just three ninety-five plus COD charges. And if you order right now, your Wolfman going to send you absolutely free of charge. A life-size picture of me autographed that glows in the dark. Oh, yeah. See, now, this is some, we've got some high-powered uh, support here for the idea of chicken as the national symbol. Here's some news items, as a matter of fact, another sign of how chickens influence our lives in a very good way. Chicken fat fuels school buses, it says here in the Rome, Georgia News Tribune. Bus riding students in Floyd County Schools soon may want to thank chicken fat for their environmentally friendly ride to school. Beginning this August, the 123 buses of the county district will operate on a special type of biodiesel that blends regular diesel fuel with chicken fat. The Coosa School District's approximately 25 buses are already running on biodiesel fuel. In May 2005, they began experimenting with the buses to determine the effectiveness of the fuel, says somebody from U.S. Biofuels. No, this is the transportation director for the school system. This is Terry Simpson. I could isolate those buses for data purposes so we could compare them with the buses using regular diesel fuel. So far, it's worked wonderfully. The experiment began with biodiesel that blended 5% chicken fat, and the amount of chicken fat was gradually increased to 20% through the year. The alternative fuel reduces all emissions except nitrogen oxides, which won't be any worse than those emitted from the burning of regular diesel fuel. The experiment has been virtually problem-free, with the exception of some fuel filter issues at the beginning of the project. Chicken fat and fuel filters, yes, indeed. The particular matter is reduced almost to zero. Those around the biodiesel burning vehicle will encounter a clear emission with a different odor. It smells something like fried chicken, says, says the fellow. And I wonder if it tastes like chicken. That I'm not exactly sure. And this is another piece of information you need to know. This says a headline, Authentic Chicklet Stars Henrietta Hen. This is from Bismarck, North Dakota. We're going all over today to make our point. Terry Norris's friendship with a pint-sized chicken has had an unintended effect. It has hatched a new children's book. <laughs> it's pretty strange, I know, Morris said, but she's a good pet. Twelve years ago, Henrietta, 
an old English bantam hen, strolled through the front door of a wheel alignment business Morris owned in Olympia, Washington. She soon made the garage her home, greeting customers with a squawk, punching numbers on the calculator, and sitting on Morris's head when he talked on the phone. Henrietta ate lunch with him, sampling his Mexican takeout meals. Iris Arla Moore, a librarian in Olympia and one of Morris's customers, decided to write a chickens <laughs> chicken should I write a chickens book. Decided to write a children's book about the chicken. Maybe she could write a chicken's book about the children too, but that's another issue. And Henrietta the Guard Chicken was published by Trafford Publishing. Morris has taken Henrietta on trips, logging more than 50,000 miles in his truck, where she sits in a custom coupe on the front seat. Last year, he took Henrietta to Los Angeles to visit his granddaughter and brought Henrietta to show and tell. Most of the kids there don't even know what a chicken is, Morris said. Wow, so that's why we need to educate the people about chickens. And speaking of, you know, writing a chicken's book about children, for all of you chicken listeners, this is for you too. This is for you because people may not appreciate you. You may be invisible as chickens and people may not realize the effect you have on our lives. So this is for you. Sit down with your chicken books about children and enjoy this. This is Chicken Rhythm. No, actually, this is Chicken Rhythm. Hi, lads. This is Bob V. Discope telling you the things are Mellow Rooney, Vout, and Oh, Dig It. And here is a man that can dig it without asking John L. Lewis. I mean Slim Gaylord, that mad savage boy. You're on, Slim. Chicken rhythm, ha 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 Sandrato, <laughs> 
Pedro, my buddy. That just knocked me over like a chicken in a, on a stairs or something like that. This is a show on Pandora's Lunchbox. This is a show about food. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food. I think a chicken is calling me now, too. We've had a lot of calls saying, of chickens calling us. We had a Henrietta from Ypsilanti calling us to say, yes, I believe that chickens should be the national bird. We had Elsie the chicken, kind of an interesting name for a chicken. You know, a lot of new names these days. People, you know, kids were called Brittany a long time ago. We had Brittany the chicken from uh, Bloomfield Hills calling us, saying, yes, I believe that chickens should be the national bird. And one thing that we've got here, let me just reach over here real quickly here, and I brought something for you. This is, uh, I've been saving this up, actually for this special chicken celebration as July 4th approaches. I'm, I'm advocating to make the chicken the national bird, and I got this great fireworks uh, display here. I got it in uh, Indiana, yeah, over the border, and uh, there was this great sign on the truck that said, quote, legal, unquote, fireworks. Now, you might think, oh, then it's not really legal, but I know that, in fact, a lot of people are starting to use quotation marks as emphasis. So I knew that these were legal fireworks so i bought some i went went there and i said i wanted to see what they got and they had this beautiful towering five foot uh, extravaganza thing called uh the golden tower of backwards chickens and and i thought to myself yeah this is going to be good i got to get one of these and i got to fire it indoors on the radio and so i got this uh i got this for fifty dollars and in fact it was forty five dollars but he said if you spend fifty dollars i'll get you a version that is especially legal and I said, oh, I wouldn't want to get in trouble for that. So I brought this here. This is the, the Golden Tower of, of black, Backwards Chickens. I'm going to light this in the studio. I have some DPS officers in the studio here who are going to watch over it to make sure that no um, backwards chickens were harmed in the making of this particular firework. So let me just unwrap it here real quick. I'm, I'm all excited. I'm, all the markdown price tags are coming off. It's really exciting. So here we go. This is the... Uh, the Golden Tower of the Backwards Flaming Chickens, or something like that. Here we go. Here we go. That's it? I paid 50 bucks for that? The Golden Tower of the Flaming Chickens? Is that the... Oh, whatever. Fine. No, it's just fine. Really, I'm okay. But I still think the chickens should be the national national bird. Uh, but I actually have a few other items. You know, we've been talking about chickens a lot, but I don't want to leave out the rest of the animal kingdom, including humans, and we are animals, aren't we? So here's, so here's some news. Actually, here's what's coming up. Other Fourth of July festivities, aside from backwards chickens, did you know that Windsor, Ontario, is holding its first Elvis Festival? This very weekend, this is from their website, Centers for Seniors Windsor is extremely happy to have received the rights to a sanctioned Elvis Presley trademark festival for the Canada Day long weekend, June 30th through July 2nd, 2006. There will be an Elvis wedding in Windsor on Saturday, July 1st at the first annual Windsor Elvis Fest, and there's going to be a lot of other stuff there. It's the Elvis Fest 
in Windsor. Now, I keep getting emails from Manistee. I'm not really sure why. Maybe because it sounds like Manatee, and they probably know that I like Manatees. Maybe that's why they send me these emails. But nonetheless, this from Manistee County is preparing its largest celebration of the summer, the annual, the 70th annual Manistee National Forest Festival, now through Tuesday, July 4th. If you're going up there, Along Lake Michigan, up by Cadillac. This is Manistee. There will be all kinds of stuff. There's going to be a little river band of Ottawa Indians powwow there. There's going to be tons of historic buildings. It says tours of historic buildings. I just read. There are going to be tons of historic buildings. And also tours of the ship SS City of Milwaukee. Carnival rides, a car show, exotic animals. And most importantly for me, Master of the Chainsaw, Brian Ruth, will be there. The Master of the Chainsaw. In the forest. Chainsaw in the forest. I think I hear our national anthem, actually. Arwolf has entered the building, and he's getting ready to help us face the music. Often his program is about national anthems, and here I'd like to propose our national anthem. Got some, got some buzzards here. Look out, chickens! Look out! It's a chicken buzzard fight in the studio. Look out! Here they come! Here they come! Look out! Here they come! Everybody! Get your chicken helmets on. Look out. (laughs) Looks like a mass of chickens has scared away the buzzards. The buzzards had a last-minute attempt to be recognized as the national bird. And I think they deserve another chance. Maybe we should do a whole show about buzzards. But nonetheless, the national bird should be the chickens. And one last thought. First of all, thank you for all of our celebrity guests for endorsing chickens. We've had Colonel Sanders on the show. Bob Hope actually introducing Slim Gaylord. And Ravi Shankar, by the way, the great musician, says that he wants a boycott of 
Kentucky Fried Chicken Products to stop what he called the sadistic abuse of the birds at Kentucky Fried Chicken. So that's Robbie Shankar. And finally, one totally unrelated note. In the 1800s, Delmonico's, the top restaurant in New York City, introduced many popular dishes to American cuisine. Its most famous new dish was Lobster Newberg, which wasn't called Lobster Newberg at all, but Lobster Wenberg. Sounds like Henberg, but Wenberg. That's because the recipe was given to Delmonico's in the 1890s by one of its regulars, a customer named Ben Weinberg. But Wenberg lost his shot at food immortality when he, got, when he caused a minor disturbance in the dining room one night. Major disturbance. <laughs> a major he caused a minor disturbance. He dropped his fork. A major disturbance in the dining room one night and got 86 by the management, not only from the restaurant, but from the dish itself. So it just goes to show you, keep in line and you could be the national bird. That's the way it works. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Thank you for letting me be Mike for at least a half an hour. I need to do that every so often. And let's go out with the Mezcal Brothers, a group out of Lincoln, Nebraska. And this is a song indirectly about July 4th. Thank you. Coming up. Arwell, face the music. We have CD players that are playing little tricks on us. They think it's July. Think they think it's July fourth. They think it's April first. Let's try this.
WCBN, FM, and Arbor. It's 7 o'clock. Time for Face the Music. Those were some guys from Nebraska. Thank you, Mike Perini, for another half hour of really wild radio. It's amazing how much this fellow can fit into 30 minutes. He uses some grease and a shoehorn, and it all fits in there somehow. Tonight we're going to honor a request for some Darius Mio. But an interesting way to get there is with Mr. Stanley Holloway. I don't know who the uh, the fellow is that's playing straight man opposite him here, but this is in the great tradition of British light humor. This recording made in April of 1934. Face the music. Freeform at 8. I've been learning new songs lately. Yes, as a matter of fact, I just wrote one. You just wrote one? A pretty hard thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, but I find you can learn the words.